This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Hi, uh, was that about the most, uh, so what I understand, I wasn't at CPAC, big event last week, CPAC, Stephanie Bell was there, uh, conservatives get together and you kind of figure, okay, uh, what are we doing, who's the voice of the GOP, who is the voice of the GOP now? Trump. Trump. Um, from what I, from the accounts that I've read, he was rather subdued comparatively to what we're used to with Trump in the past? Yeah, he still spoke for a really long time. And I mean, the people there were still very excited. And he, he, he was the only one, I think, who packed the entire place. So you had various speakers. Uh, some uh, Ron DeSantis was not there. You had um, you had Nikki Haley. Yeah, and I was going to say. So he was talking about Trump, and you know, we Nikki Haley's been pressed on. Uh, do you have any differences from Trump? I really didn't hear many in her. I mean, she highlights kind of her personal background and how she's younger and how she's a woman and a minority, but I didn't really hear anything different on issues. But um, one thing that drew the you know the most applause, I think, from her, she said, you know, when I'm president, we will stop giving money to countries that hate America. And so her on foreign policy, which I think she's, you know, pretty strong on, um, you know, some of those lines really people resonated with. But again, they would also resonate with Trump. Um, You know, Vivek Ramaswamy is very smart, uh, written a couple of books, a businessman, but he's got kind of some some ideas that uh, that no one else has. And I think uh, he had previously said, hey, we need to get rid of the Department of Education. Um, And at CPAC, he said we have to get rid of the FBI for the first time. Um, and so, it, interesting, uh, definitely uh, different uh, than the other candidates in the race, um, how those will be perceived, uh, because I think people are like, yeah, something has to be done, you know, is blowing the whole thing up, what has to be done, and then, you know, if we create, I think it, for the FBI, he was like, we have to come up with something completely new, and they're like, everyone's like, okay, but then, like, how, or, you know, do, what does that look like, or is it just a recreation of the same, you know, thing we've got now? Um, meanwhile, CPAC is going on, and Dem- uh, Joe Biden now has an opponent. He said with uh, air quotes, uh, we'll get to that. So what about behind the scenes? Like, what was your favorite thing happening behind the scenes at CPAC? So uh, infamously at CPAC, there's this thing called Radio Row. Some of our friends from Zimmer, I've actually seen Gary Nolan on Radio Row before, um, and, and our friend Jennifer Bukowski. Um, and so as you, you know, there's a the huge ballroom, and as you march down to try to get into the ballroom, the entire side of this huge convention center is just radio show, radio show, radio show, people doing media live. And I and I actually I saw the My Pillow guy there. I saw Don Jr. doing a podcast there. I saw um, all sorts of famous, you know, radio people. Uh, on this radio row, but um, you know, we Jen and I got invited to this dinner on the first night we were there of other folks who kind of do what we do in their in their community. So um, you know, talk radio, uh, other states uh, got to visit with them, and then actually, you know, and I would say so. So then the next night we actually went to dinner, and it was an all women's radio dinner, which was really fun. And, you know, people talk about the diversity in the Republican Party and, you know, they're in, and CPAC not being a very diverse event, but I saw a ton of minorities, a ton of women there. It's the first all-women CPAC dinner I've ever done, having been a couple of years. So, um, but nice to kind of, since I still feel very new in radio to, radio, to talk to other people about, you know, what's it like in their communities? What are they hearing from listeners in their state? How has their career advanced. Uh, dude, you've been part of the Wake Up Mid-Missouri family for two years now. I'm uh, still new. No, uh, uh, you're not. Marianne Williamson, Mr. Houseworth, what do you know anything about Marianne Williamson? She uh, made some news over the weekend while CPAC is going on. Marianne Williamson, used, she's like a self-help guru. 
used to be like a spiritual advisor to uh, Oprah Winfrey. I was like, isn't she the crystal ball lady? Does she like burn a bunch of incense and like read, oh. read tarot cards or like the Ouija board oh. or something? So she killed two birds with one stone. She announced she was running for president on the Democrat side to be a contender against Joe. And then also set the record for using the word solutions in a span of 20 seconds. And so it's not like we don't have the solutions. There are people in this town who have the solutions. There are people all over this country who have the solutions. But the people who are in power either don't have the solutions or do not deeply support the solutions. And people who have the solutions do not have the power. Once again, let the people get in there. We'll handle it from that, here. That is Kamala-level word salad, I think. How old is she? I don't know, man, but it's a little... Well, she's, I think she's like in her 70s. How old are you, John? <laughs> Before I make my next comment, that and part of this, listen, oh, this boy. is not, no, oh boy. <laughs> well, because here's the thing, I'm guessing. Um, so we already know who our farthest away listener is this morning. It's Nathan, who's listening on the app in Cutter. You can listen on that oh. app no matter where in the world you are. But I wonder, like, who's our oldest listener this morning? <laughs> right. Eight seven four ninety three ninety. Send us a text. Let us know how old you are. But here's the thing. Uh, people like her or people whatever their political affiliation i really do and and there's a lot to be said for experience in the political arena there's a lot to be said for experience in the business arena and just life experience Mm -hmm. but there comes a point where and i really believe and i'm a 52 year old dude uh i i believe there comes a point when hey and, and i'm on board with getting at least, gosh, in our 60s or something, can we get some some powerful re- And that's why one of the reasons I'm a fan of Ron DeSantis. Number one is an age uh, thing, but I like his, his policies. Uh, but I, I do believe it is important that we start looking at, and I joke all the time when I go to pachyderm events, a lot of times I'm the youngest guy. Uh, there we do need to get younger the uh, and i'm not saying that we need to 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 boot the older people out i'm just saying we need to bring in more young people uh to let them know hey listen this you want to know why you're paying so much for gasoline you want to know why you're going to have to pay for somebody else's college tuition because joe just thinks it's okay to take your money and give it to people who signed a contract saying okay i'm getting a student loan i'm going to pay this back Mm. they signed the contract but now want me to pay for it no, no, no. That's why we need younger people in the party. I agree that we need younger people. So apparently the other person who announced at CPAC was Perry Johnson, who currently is 70 in his 70s. Um, I didn't know who the guy was, but apparently he's run for governor. He's uh, um, he's never been a successful candidate. He looks... He looks like he should be a game show host or or televangelist. It it is interesting, though. (laughs) You talk about my gut feeling, just a gut feeling. I think Donald Trump and President Biden will be the nominees in 2024. Absolutely, I believe that. And I believe they will face off, and I believe it will be a very formidable race. It will be a very interesting. But I want to point out something. You guys are talking about age. Let's not forget, in 1980 and 1984, the national media... 
you'll remember this, made a huge deal out of Ron- Ronald Reagan. <laughs> you'll remember this. So, <laughs> hold, hold, hold on just a second. I, what's I remember the thought. This is why you need to be watching the show on Facebook or on our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, watch, and you go search Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Howsworth pointing over. Brandon, you're old. You'll remember this from yes, the 80s. Do I, as do I. Well, they, they made an issue out of Ronald Reagan being 68 years old. That was a big issue. In fact, it brought, was brought up in 1984 at the debate, and basically the question was, are you too old, more or less, to be the president of the United States? A lot of people apparently felt that way. Reagan ended up winning two landslides. He ended up turning it into kind of a joke in response to uh, Fritz Mondale. But you don't hear that as much anymore. But 68 in those days was kind of a big deal. But can you be too young? I I'm, I saw Vivek Ramaswamy on stage and he's like, he told me, he was born in 1985, so which makes him younger than me. I'm going to admit my age on the air. Whoa. But anyway, I, I was like, but I, it gave me a little bit of a pause. Like, oh, like, can I... Can I vote for someone who's younger than me, he, like for president? He, I don't know. He vote for me, guys. Thir- Thirty-five is a minimum qualification. Uh, I think this is the uh, one of the greatest moments in debate history. I think this is what you were referring to. I will not make age an issue of this <laughs> campaign. I am not going to exploit, for political purposes, my opponent's youth and inexperience. <laughs> And that was said for people who forget. That was that uh, comment from uh, former governor and president at the time, 1984, Ronald Reagan. That was at Kansas City's Kemper Arena, right there that you just played. Kemper Arena, and even Fritz Mondale laughed. Um, and they bec- they were they were friends. Things were much more less partisan in those days. But the media, and I think they were asking fair questions. They were because he had, you know, a lot of people thought. And later it came out he had Alzheimer's, but you know, people were raising questions of his age. But President Reagan responded. That was a perfect no, response. Oh, beautiful. Um, it was, and of course, the nation laughed because they, Walter Mondale, I, did he get like the electoral votes just in his home state? I, I think he, he won Minnesota, Minnesota and maybe the District of Columbia, but it was basically a landslide. Um, you know, um, in fact, DeSantis, by the way, spoke at the Reagan Library this weekend, Simi Valley. Um, <clears throat> all right, so we have some takers. We're wondering who are our oldest listeners this morning. Um, uh, just out of curiosity, because we talk about politics and a younger, you know, I believe we need we need people to continue to carry the principles forward into the next generation. So then get lost in the wash and this progressive crap that happens all over the place. And we see how progressive stuff is causing major issues. We'll look to Chicago. Lori Lightfoot. People voted for her. Well, she's black. She's a woman. She's a lesbian. I'm voting for it. Well, how is she on crime? How is she on social? Well, but she's black. She's a lesbian. She's she's a woman. I'm voting for her. Uh, Lori Lightfoot is seeing how well that worked out because people are voting on crap that doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Uh, one of our listeners, female, says, I'm going to be 70 in two months. So right now, 68 is the so, oldest. So nice of 69? you. So nice of you to not say the name of the texter. Uh, I didn't give the last name. Uh, oh, we got one, 79. Listener Jim, 79 years old. You know, on the Lightfoot thing, I do want to go back to that for a minute because we had our friend, my friend, Michael Bakesha from Judicial Watch on, and he had sued when she said, I'm only going to talk to black reporters. They sued. And anyway, I got to see him this weekend after the vote, and I said, hey, high five. I said, thanks for all your work on Lightfoot. Uh, And I was like, how happy are you? And he was like, yeah, she just had terrible policies on transparency and crime. Uh, She's black. She's a lesbian. She's a female. I'm voting for her. Yep. 
Coming up, what's hot with Hannah? What do you have for us, Hannah? This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard. Morning, 725-ish, which means it's... Wow, continuing John's John's execution of what's hot with Hannah. It's 725. John, did you nail what's hot with Hannah every day? Why, of course. Uh, I think we even hit it at 724 one morning, didn't we? How how did... (laughs) Oh, you hit it at 724? It's like retribution. Here's for all the times we were late. We're going to be Yeah, we're just trying to make up time. I Uh, failed. Good work. Fist bump, buddy. (laughs) Uh, What's hot with Hannah? Some other fun things that are happening around town. Happening in the news. We do it every morning at 725-ish. Now, Brandon, I know that you're not the best at keeping up with Facebook anyways. Um, Especially when you're on vacation, you completely check out, which you totally should. No harm there. Um, But I wanted to make sure you at least were aware of a couple posts that happened while you were out. All right. Um, I'll start you off easy. The first one, I was trolling Stephanie. I probably deserve this. (laughs) So, Brandon, you know that Stephanie is our selfie queen. Yep. And she takes selfies in the studio on a nearly daily basis. There's one posted on my Instagram from today already. Yes. Has, has anybody gone through and counted the number of selfies that Jefferson City Mayor Carrie Turgeon <laughs> has posted? Oh, man. Compared to Wake Up Mid-Missouri host Stephanie Bell. I'm a distant second. Yes. Um, but Stephanie specifically d- takes the same selfie almost every day. It's a good angle. It you got to know your angles. It is a good angle. The lighting's good. You look great. Um, but I tried to troll you a little bit by recreating the Stephanie Studio selfie. You got close. I got close. My angle was off, and I eventually just gave up because I was sick of taking selfies. Fist bump, Hannah. Yeah, so I just posted a side-by-side on the wake-up page, and I'm like, there's a serious lack of selfies being taken in the studio this week with stuff out. See, you said you feel like you're new to this. You're not. You're loved. We poke fun at you. You're, you're I showed it off to all my radio friends. I'm like, look at what my people are doing back there. The friends that I met at CPAC, I said, they're totally trolling me <laughs> for being gone. And something kind of funny happened. Um, there was someone on that post who decided to be cranky about, you know, the student loan forgiveness thing. <laughs> <laughs> on that post? Yes, on wow. that post, even though I was just trying to poke fun at Stephanie. And the Wake Up family had my back. So nice. shout out once again to the Wake Up family. It kills me how people will go after Hannah and the student loan debt forgiveness thing, which has uh, completely out of her hands. And to use that venue, posting, a, making a fun post, I really believe, you know, they talk about progressives being triggered. By the way, coming up 735, we're going to look at the signs of triggered. It, Listen, uh, there's conservatives that get triggered by some really weird things, too. (laughs) Well, and Daniel is one of the Wake Up family members who had my back. He said, anyone willing to attack Hannah is clearly unstable. She is simply the best. And uh, Rathel for the 44th has been kind of trolling around on our page. Um, And he said, never heard of her. (laughs) So he's keeping me humble. Dave Rathel? (laughs) Yeah. He's been kind of trolling around for a little bit on the... On the Facebook page, but he's it. He's not. I'm not concerned. <laughs> you the, are never concerned. The second Facebook post you might have missed, Brandon. Dave Rathel. I think it adds context to mention he is a Democrat. Yes, he is. Um, the one and only vacation photo I received from you last week was a picture of you getting ready to hit slopes. Do you remember? Yep. And uh, you were wearing flip flops in the whole, snow. In the mm-hmm. snow, you're surrounded by snow. And you're wearing a long sleeve T-shirt, jeans rolled up to your knees, and flip flops. Yeah. And that got some love on the Facebook page. 
did anybody criticize me for anything there, too, like they criticized uh, you? By the no. way, it's, it's great to know uh, that people like uh, Dave Rathel and these progressives and Democrats, we appreciate you. We do. We appreciate you taking part in the show. We appreciate you. Uh, listening. Yeah. Now, listen, okay? <laughs> we appreciate you listening. Now, listen. Well, he keeps commenting on our stuff, so are you guys really woke? This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. <laughs> they made a list of expressions they don't want to hear because they remind them of violence. Terms like killing it, beating a dead horse, and yes, even trigger warning. <laughs> I guess they don't teach irony in college anymore. So these kids at Brandeis, uh, trigger warning triggers him. Swear to God, that's a true story. Bill Maher is telling you there. So a trigger, you know what a trigger warning is. It's something to warn you. As Bill Maher said the other night, hey, an ouchie might be coming. Hey, something's coming. It might hurt your feelings if you find this distasteful. Just want to let you know. You know, that's not how real life works. You know, you go through and you live life and people bug you. You might hear, read. Yeah. Something. <laughs> Shut up, Hannah. <laughs> uh, that uh, that triggers uh, that triggers you. Well, there's I guess science on it now. Washington Examiner looking at a study, twelve studies regarding the efficacy of trigger warnings, and apparently they only make it worse. And I'm like, okay, how so? Uh, and it goes into some pretty interesting detail uh, about why they're not really a good thing. So students apparently. Get whenever they get a trigger warning, whenever something comes up and somebody says, hey, just so you know, this one might hurt a little bit. Because what do you do when you go to the doctor and you get like a shot and he's going to hurt when you're six and you go to the doctor and they say, OK, little stick. What do you do? You tense up before you even get the shot, don't you? Because mm -hmm. you know it's coming and it makes it worse when if they just jab you with it. Oh, and then you're gone with that. So it says the study, it makes it worse when you give trigger warnings because kids, they've done these studies. Kids get more stressed because now you've got the stress going, oh, my gosh, something bad's coming. It's almost like like when one of the bosses comes into the Wake Up Mid-Missouri studios, like at 8, 8.45, a little bit before the show's over, and says, oh, by the way, I need to talk to you. What do you do for the next 15 minutes until 9 o'clock when the show's over? Freak out. Yep. You stress, and that's basically the same science that's at work here. Uh, and it's in there. And the other thing that happens is if you're going to have a trigger warning, it's kind of like whenever you have stuff in life, yet yeah, you deal with it. You got to deal with it, or or you don't. Let's say you find something really uncomfortable, or something just really bothering you, and it's living up in your head, and it's spinning around up there. And if you don't deal with it, what happens? It keeps spinning around in there. It keeps coming up. Until you deal with it and confront that person, situation, whatever it is that is making you uncomfortable, you deal with it and then you get rid of it. Well, and I would think the trigger warning is almost like, you know, when you like see flashing lights and you're like, you know, the people who just like look right. Like if you're scrolling the Internet and you just see like random videos, you might just scroll on by. But if you see the one that's like, oh, this one's really bad, you're more likely to be like, well, if this one's got a flag on it, then it must have something really crazy in it. And so I might click on it when I otherwise would have just scrolled on past because I'm like, oh, this has extra sensitive content or this is. You know, they might be like, well, gosh, I wonder what somebody said or did here. It's it's like with uh, with these kids. When when you tell them this, you're creating more stress and people say, well, you should all trigger warnings. You know, let them know when there's going to be unsavory words that they find might hurt their feelings a little bit. 
Uh, is it kind uh, to cause kids more stress? That's not kind. It's not <laughs> decent. I took my son to Hamilton yesterday, and he was worried about himself. He go, We sit down, and he goes, uh, Mom, there are cuss words in this. And I said, too late now? Yeah. All right, cool. But, I mean, yeah. When I did Top 40 radio... Uh, we used to have this uh, child uh, or family. This set. is Brandon Rathert with the latest news. Here on Z103, <laughs> another three in a row from Britney Spears. <laughs> by the way, Brandon. Followed by Chumbawamba. <laughs> Don't you have. Hey, I liked Chumbawamba. They're from Australia. Here's her hit song called Top Thumping on Z103. <laughs> Brandon, don't you have audio of you telling your son that he had to get shots when he didn't have to? Yes. You, that is so mean. That was mean. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> that Amazing was mean. Amazing invite you Listen, my kid has an incredible sense of humor today, and for you that... You have to have. <laughs> <laughs> I am incredibly uh, grateful. Uh, Your plan paid off, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't have much else in life, but by George, he's got a great sense of humor. No, my kid is uh, he's doing well. Yeah, years ago, uh, uh, I was taking him somewhere, and he says, where are we going? And I don't know what happened. I said, we're going to get shots. Big shots in Idaho. <laughs> Illinois, you got to get different shots. Oh. Oh. You may have had shots in Idaho, but in Illinois, we've got to get different shots. Because we have different what diseases. Kind of shots? I don't know, but I've heard they hurt. We also used to, uh, we would be eating like blueberry pie, and he would say, what kind of pie is this? And we'd say it's Barney the Purple Dinosaur Pie. Uh, he's he's fine now. Yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> After years of therapy. Folks like him are making those like Winnie the Pooh murder murder movies. You know, uh, and we joke about Trigger because it is a progressive thing. Worried about hurting your feelings because progressives, they want to save the world. They want to save everybody. And they, and, and, and they don't put any common sense to it. I get, I got triggered in Idaho. Somebody, I got my sandwich order messed up. <laughs> I first world problems, right? Oh my God! I pouted. I'm with the grandkids and everybody else, and they gave me the wrong. They messed it up two ways. They gave me half the size I wanted. And they put jalapenos on it. I thought mm. you were that guy on American Airlines who someone peed on your shoe. <laughs> that would have triggered me. <laughs> but you're mad about. I mean, can you imagine? But you're mad about bad sandwich order. And I. I, I wasn't out loud about it, but I sat there. I've seen you, too. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and that's that's what I did. I mean, well, go go get it redone. Nope. Well, here, have a bite of mine. Nope, I'd rather just sit here and be mad about it. Yeah, and that's exactly what, my, what I did. My oldest grandson, Ryder, he says to me, I swear to God, this is why I say my kid is fine. He's a good parent. Uh, my oldest grandson says, well, don't complain later if you get hungry. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> Later that night. That is funny. I'm in the hotel room, and by now, I'm getting kind of hungry. <laughs> and and I'm like, well, I could or I could do Grubhub. I could. I thought, nope. <laughs> I'm going to live with my decision. <laughs> All right. Where American Airlines passenger got uh, was arrested. Apparently urinated on another flyer. Just boop. But it's the caption that Fox News put on it. Mm-hmm. American Airlines passenger arrested after allegedly urinating on another flight during New York India uh, flight. What was the other? What was was there another caption? When they posted it on Instagram, 
The caption was something along the lines of the 21-year-old created his own jet stream or something. <laughs> I had to send it to Hannah because yes. I was like, they're stealing your Hannah-isms, Hannah. It was so good. Epic. Welcome to the show. It's Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Uh, Stephanie Bell, back fresh from CPAC. They said, for flying out loud. <laughs> that was what it was about the pee. <laughs> oh. uh, That's a true Hannah-ism. <laughs> John Marsh. Is here. Good morning. <laughs> By the way, man, thanks for uh, your you hurt, your big efforts over the past several days in uh, in taking care of Wake Up Mid Missouri. Brian Houseworth is here. It's good to see you. Good That's morning, producer Hannah. Hello, uh, City of uh, Columbia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm and again, here's something we've been following for years and years and years. Roll cards. Everybody wants them, and they say, well, no, we, we we did a questionnaire. Well, they did a questionnaire several years ago, and it funneled you into the answer that they wanted you to come up with. And now, all of a sudden, there's the, oh, the majority of what residents want roll cards. Give you an idea. If you don't live in the city of Columbia, uh, is what they do is they take the trash, they put it in a plastic bag, and the city. And I don't know if they do it, but they gave you a monogrammed bag. What a great marketing move. Let's put our city logo on trash bag. Throw it out in people's yards, and the raccoons, and the possums, and the dogs, and the cats, and little kids that get into your trash and tear it up, strewed trash everywhere. Roll cart's been an ongoing issue for a, a ridiculous amount of years, and I can't believe it's taken until now to say, "Hey, we're finally going to do it." Uh, it, it, it there's a twist to this. It's kind of a, a lengthy, but I'll give you the Reader's Digest. And it, it's been debated for years, and we're not done yet. Um, the council will take it up tonight as a first-read proposal, Brandon, and then probably vote on it in two weeks unless it's tabled, but it's the roll cart ordinance. And if it is approved, city officials say it will be at least one year, one year from now, March 4th, so just under one one year less than a day, one year before the effective date, because they got to allow for the delivery of collection vehicles, then purchase the the vehicles we're talking about three million dollars and the city if this goes through is going to hire an education and communications consultant (laughs) i was gonna ask about that i thought i heard that in news this morning absolutely to implement an educational program see people are confused there's there is confusion (laughs) on this right now all right brian let me tell you you've lived in towns that have roll carts you've you've seen the shining light on the hill yes how how does a roll cart work well it's i had them in moberly and i had them in jeff city and uh they've you know basically you put your trash into the into the bin and you take it out. It's not. It's not divisive. There you go. How much? How much would you make if you worked for the city of Columbia? We got to hire a teacher to teach people how to ro- work roll carts. It's how it's it, again there and there's there's a couple things in the actual uh, uh, the couple things in the actual uh, provision tonight that I'm a little unclear about because a lot of the seniors are worried about and they have a in, have a point they're worried about rolling their carts out. Hold but, up, hold up, we got a text. Okay. Uh, regarding so the city, I wonder how much the city of Columbia is going to pay for somebody to teach how to use a roll cart. Um, they didn't get the directions, Brian. Can you repeat those again? The, this is if the council approves the project. The city plans to hire an education and communications consultant okay, to implement. J- All right. So just teach us. Give Basically, us the, to implement an educational program. I think he said to, you put your bag in the cart and you roll it. I mean, that's, okay. that's, what, I, that's what I did. <laughs> did you catch to, that? To implement and, and educate customers on the changes oh. and how they, how they work as well. It is something that, for the people that are elderly that have a hard time taking them out, there's a provision in the proposed ordinance to 
allow you to basically have house delivery, but I'm a little unclear. Is there an age limit? There's there's just some unanswered questions. I don't know how much the cost will be for this consultant to be hired, but that is something we're talking about a minimum of the year from now. I currently have a roll card at my house, and, you know, here at Zimmer, we're all about, you know, community service. So I propose that we film our own how-to roll cart video and save everyone in the city of Columbia a bit of money. Brandon's got a roll cart on his desk. I do. I have a, a miniature roll cart that sits on uh, my desk. It, it, who was the guy? There was a guy, and I can't remember who it was, but he did some kind of uh, uh, trash day song. Oh, trash yeah, yeah. He day. was so good. Mm. The educator. He's a teacher, yeah. a music teacher. Stephanie and mm. Ashland, are they still checking cameras to see who's overfilling the recycling center? I think we actually lost our recycling bin recently, and we're still, we're going to talk about it again. I think, and there, there is a provision in this. There's quite a bit in this proposal. They'll be uh, voted on two weeks. There's actually a provision would keep people from, for instance, dropping their construction debris and, and destroying one of the bins. So it's there are some there are some things in there that uh, that have not been discussed too much. But basically, the, the ordinance is three pages. John, I can hear the city of Columbia putting together uh, a kid's song on how to you put your trash in the roll car. <laughs> to the roll. tune of Barney the Dinosaur. Thing. Oh, God. All right. Coming up just a few minutes we from now. love trash. So do you. <laughs> Brian, can you find out how much is the city going to pay this person to teach people how to operate? Dang roll cart. All right, coming up five minutes from now. Uh, Travis Kelsey on SNL, a couple of his funniest lines. We'll do that for you. Just the two days that the city sends us trash bag vouchers in the mail. All right. Josh Gray. It's one of my two favorite days of the year. Josh Ray, who's on the show last year, he came up with a song. And I can't remember if it was like the city. I don't know what the deal was, but he came up with a song about trash bag. This is. Could have forgot that is trash bag voucher day. That's the city of Columbia. Right? It, it, it well, not anymore. Apparently, he's going to have to write a new song. So, I'm wondering, and somewhere I'm sure we've got, uh, he was on the show. Watch. I'll have to, if you know Josh Ray, let him know. Wake Up Mid Missouri's looking for him. Stephanie will pay him a ridiculous amount of money to create a song on the directions. Apparently, the city is hiring somebody, according to Houseworth, what he just told us a few minutes ago. They're going to hire some education. Here's how you use the roll cart. Uh, and I don't remember, what were all the steps Brian said on how to use a roll cart? Well, Kevin has already written the lyrics for us, and it's very similar to what Brian suggested. It says, you put your trash in, you take your trash out. You put your trash in and you take it I think that's actually one more step than Brian had. I think he said you put your trash in and you roll it. And roll it right out. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Welcome into the show. Wake up mid-Missouri. Blaine Lukemeyer, Congressman Blaine Lukemeyer here a little bit after 8 o'clock. Some of what's happening in D.C. is that it's going to be affecting us here um, in his uh, in his district. Uh, anybody see Travis Kelsey on SN? It was actually, you know, he's an athlete. He's not an actor. Although I did learn on SNL, he was in a reality series. John, I didn't know this. And it was like one of those TLC uh, reality series that was called Catching Kelsey. What? And, yeah. It, it was like The Bachelor, but it was all about Travis Kelsey. And he was young and, and not as built as he was. I had no recollection. Was his brother on it, too? His brother was not on it. Huh. His brother did make an appearance in one of the Saturday Night Live skits. His brother met his wife on Tinder. 
No kidding. Interesting. In 2015. Well, I, I'm sure there's a lot of people trying to meet Travis Kelsey on Tinder these days. The man has some serious dance moves. He might, he might not be like a professional actor, but he's got some moves. Uh, he did okay. One of my favorite lines from his opening monologue. You know, people keep asking me what it was like to beat my brother in the Super Bowl. And um, it was pretty awkward. <laughs> Especially because after the game, we had to ride home together. Our mom drove us there in a minivan. <laughs> I thought that was uh, that was good. I also thought this one was pretty cool. Ladies and gentlemen, Travis Kelsey. Thank you so very much. It's great to be here. And if you don't know, I just won my second Super Bowl. <laughs> was amazing, but for me, hosting SNL is that much better. I'm lying to you all. I'm lying. I'm kidding. Winning the Super Bowl was way better. Uh, but seriously. <laughs> yeah, I'd say winning the Super Bowl way better than hosting. And call anybody a jabroni either. Yeah. We were disappointed. Dang it. Yeah. Uh, but actually, he, he did some really cool stuff. I was because you never know when you get Peyton Manning. Of course, he always does a great job uh, in the years past that he has hosted Saturday Night Live. He even poked uh, Travis did poke.